Hello, listeners. This is Lumpkin County Middle School Business Podcast. So, we have a lot of questions to ask you about banking. Let's start by talking about loans. According to um, TheBalance.com in an article titled, What is Interest? It says, Interest is additional money that must be repaid, in addition to the original loan, balance, or deposit. However, we do not know why the interest rates fluctuate all the time. Do you know why? I don't specifically deal with uh, loans, but I do know that it just normally depends on the economy. So uh, to help the economy, sometimes the, the interest rates fluctuate, and it just depends on, one, that's how the bank makes money. So you take in money, say you, you have $100, you give us that money, and then one of y'all needs money, so we'll he say he needs like $50. Well, we'll give him $50 at an interest rate of, you know, say like 1%. So over that time, he'll pay back that $50 plus a little bit extra, and that's how we get, get the money back. But I'm not too terribly sure uh, why it fluctuates so much, and sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes it takes a little bit for it to change, but like recently, um, it's dropped a little bit in the last year and a half. It's dropped. Interest rates have dropped, which is it's good and bad. It's good for... Uh, taking out money to like building a house or something or buying a house that's good because now you're paying back less but it's bad if you have like a savings account or any other account that's supposed to make money how do banks make money off loans with interest percentages rates or whatever are small like if they're like one most of the time when it some of, some, most of our loans are pretty large. I mean, not here in Dahlonega. In Dahlonega, we have normally smaller loans. But we do do, like, construction loans that, for the most part, are, you know, multiple thousands of dollars. So if, to get an idea is you really you take, say, $50,000, multiply it. If, if it's a 2% interest, multiply it by 0.02 and some other factors, and you're paying back a substantial uh, amount over a certain time. I know there's, and some loans do fluctuate. It depends, but if if you're buying a house for and you have a 30-year loan, you can get a loan that's a 30-year fixed. So the the interest that you sign for, say it's four percent, it will be four percent over the course of that 30 years. So it could change if you had a different type of loan. It could change based on what the interest rate is, but. Uh, but I mean, if you're thinking of $200,000 loans for uh, building a house or buying a house, the money racks up pretty, pretty, pretty quickly, and you end up paying a whole lot more for that house than $200,000. Okay. Um, we know that a credit score is a score based off um, how well you pay off loans and debts. But how will a good or bad credit score affect you? That plays a little bit more into interest rates and how much the bank can loan you. So I think, I want to say credit scores are between 350 and 800-something. I'm not 100% sure. But the lower your credit score, the probably the higher the interest rate you're going to get because you're more of a risk. Um, it means sometimes you uh, can't pay back the loans as, as easily as some people, so your credit score will, will fall. And that means you're a larger risk to lend money, so the bank will raise your interest rates. 
or they won't give you as much as you're asking for. Now, if you have like, I think around, what is it, 650 and up is a, is a decent amount, but if you're above 700, that's pretty good. And your interest rates will be lower. You'll be able to take out more in loans. So uh, it, it plays a pretty big role in how much you can take out and how much you will pay back. Do you know anything about the loans that the bank gets out? Like, where are the most popular loans, and why is that? It depends on the area. Um, most places, if you're in, like, a bigger city, you're probably going to give out bigger loans and more uh, loans out to businesses, like uh, building convenience stores or building some sort of store or just giving money out so they can purchase the store. But more, since we're in Dahlonega and it's more... Uh, we do more, I'd say, construction loans or little smaller loans to buy cars and stuff like that or just any type of loan that can uh, be able to help build a house or something like that. So it, it ranges up here, but for the most part, it's more construction or just buying a car or something like that. I've always wondered if y'all keep the money in the banks or send it off. Okay, so we actually have a limit of how much we can have um, and so we do send some off. Sometimes we don't have anything to send off, but if it reaches our limit, we have to send it off. And um, we receive money, we send it off every week. Yeah, so say you have a limit of like $500,000 in your bank. You can only keep that much, and if you go over, it's okay sometimes, but if you're substantially over, you'll have to send it back to the Federal Reserve, which is where we get our money from. But uh, and, it, and it's about once a week that we have to get money. And, it, and we run out of money pretty quickly because, you know, people come in and cash and checks, withdrawing money that they got from their paychecks, you know, every Thursday, Friday. And uh, businesses around town coming in and taking out change or needing something to pay their employees. I mean, we go through a substantial amount of money, uh, but you can only have a certain amount. And it's set, each bank and each branch is different. <clears throat> when you do not pay a loan off, it defaults. Um, according to ValuePenguin.com, when a loan defaults, it, um, it is sent to a debt collection agency whose job is to contact the borrower and receive the unpaid funds. Defaulting will drastically reduce your credit score, impact your ability to receive future credit, and can lead to seizure of personal property. Does the bank you work at um, use a specific debt collection agency for unpaid loans? Like I said, I'm not. I, I'm a teller. We're both tellers, so we don't okay. deal with loans besides doing payments and stuff. But I'm not specifically sure about who we use as debt collectors. Um, I do know, like looking at some people's loans, they'll put up collateral, which is something in place of if they default on their loans. It's something that the bank can acquire, say, Say you're, you're adding on to your house and uh, uh, you need to put up some sort of collateral or uh, that if you default on that loan to add on to your, that you're paying back to add on to your house, the bank can kind of take over. Say you put up a car. Say, you, you, say your car's worth about $15,000 and you take out a loan for, say, $12,000. You'll put your car up for collateral. So uh, if something happens, the bank doesn't have to take your home or send it to a debt collector, they could potentially just, unfortunately, take your car. Or your, they own your car now, and then you, that's how you pay, pay it back off. At least they have something 
uh, some sort of physical besides money that they can have. But I'm not too sure about who we use as a debt collector. How old do I have to be to work at the bank? You have to be a graduate of high school, so probably around 17, 18, depending on how old you are when you graduate. I know you have to have some sort of high school diploma or GED. And that's just to be a teller. I, uh, other aspects like being a loan officer, you have to have some sort of background or experience and uh, so forth. Um, can you tell us more about the Federal Reserve and how you get your money? So every week we have to actually place an order for money. They don't just send us whatever and we tell them what kind we want, like hundreds, twenties, tens and that sort of thing. They'll come and you see the big armored trucks, they'll come in those and they bring it, usually our head teller and one of us. We'll go in the back and we'll get it and then we count it all out and then um, make sure we've got what we ordered and then we will give him what we're sending off if we're sending anything off that week and he takes it back with him the same day. And then once he leaves, we have to get all the straps ready to strap all the money and we strap it and we count it and we put it away for the day. Pretty easy. How old do I have to be to get an account? I mean, you can be any age, but your parents have to be right. on it up to a certain point. I think I think it's 18 where you can be, be on yourself. your own. Mm -hmm. So uh, really, if your parents wanted to open you up like a savings account right now, you wouldn't have access to it, but your parents would and they could put money in there. If you wanted like a checking account to have your own money once you get a job or something, or just say birthday money or Christmas money and stuff, you put it in there and you could be 18 years old and you would be able to take it out whenever you really wanted to. Thank you all for coming and uh, yeah. Been a pleasure. Thank you for having us. <laughs>